We'd like to welcome everyone into the Lord's house this morning. Uh, glad to have everybody. And we have some visitors. We want to say welcome to you especially. I want you to feel at home here. Glad to have you with us in the house of the Lord. Uh, those that are watching on the live stream, uh, glad to have you folks this morning. And I uh, have a scripture came on my heart. I'd like to share this morning. Uh, very familiar scripture, and, and it's been a blessing to me many times. It's in the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Uh, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's all stand for just a moment pray let's pray precious heavenly father we thank you lord for letting us be in your house this morning god thank you for sunday school this morning and uh, for your blessing and your holy spirit that we've already felt here today lord god we thank you for each one that's here today lord especially our visitors we pray for this service god we just uh, ask lord that your will be done help us to get in the center you will help us to have a, a meeting today god we can worship you in spirit and in truth and God, help us. God, uh, Lord, we pray that you speak to the hearts of those that have spiritual needs this morning. God, we ask you these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You be seated. We turn the service over to the choir, Brother Taylor. Page 8.
sure good to be in the Lord's house. I thank the Lord for those good songs. And I appreciate the, appreciate the choir and the choir leader and the piano player. Glad to have Cameron with us this morning playing the piano for us. Again, I mentioned already, thank the Lord for Sunday school. And I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Got a wonderful crowd. Want to welcome everybody. Uh, glad you're here this morning. And uh, praise the Lord. Let's, we need to get uh, uh, in the meeting and just uh, uh, humble our hearts and uh, let God lead us. Whatever God wants us to do, do that. And uh, Brother Carl talked some about that this morning, about being ready. And uh, uh, oftentimes, uh, I might just the next minute, I don't know what for sure God wants me to do, but I can, with his help, I can be ready. And so Brother Carl talked about that, and I thought made such a great point. Let's all stand right now for just a minute. And everybody's got an unspoken prayer request. Maybe show up raising your hand. If you've got a, a request or a testimony, something to say on your heart, just follow the Lord. Say whatever God's given you. Amen. Brother Bill said pray for revival. Really, really do that. And God's... Uh, got us a revival scheduled. It's on the 11th of September, starting Sunday night. Brother Chase Lay is going to be with us, Lord willing. And I just talked to him uh, again this morning on the phone. And uh, uh, he's excited about coming as we're excited about having him come. He says we look forward to it. So uh, really, really pray for that. Uh, they're having a homecoming up at Athens uh, this morning. Uh, Brother D. Fusen and uh, Mark Hunter is preaching the homecoming services for him. And God willing, Mark Hunter will be with us tonight and be preaching for us tonight. So, so pray for all those services. But uh, again, pray for revival. Someone else. We are to be here this morning. Amen. Amen. We're so thankful for what we felt already. Right. And we want to thank the church Amen. for all of their prayers and cards. Amen. Just... We've even had the house clean. I Amen. mean, it's just incredible. That's food. wonderful. Mostly for the prayers, though, because that's what, what we need. Right. And uh, Darla's doing great. Right. Amen. And, uh, I hope she'll be here tonight. Amen. So remember us. Amen. And we just appreciate the church. Thank the Lord for that testimony and uh, for all those blessings. And I uh, thank the Lord that you are here. We sure are glad you're here this morning, buddy. Amen. Someone else? prayer request uh, we need uh, to be in church where God wants us God's got a spot for us and uh, so wherever God wants us that's where we can uh, do our job and we can be helped and we can uh, be a help to others and so good request remember that anyone else pray for God to speak to people's hearts this morning uh, I'm sure there are spiritual needs here and God knows every need. He's able to speak and when he speaks, he's able to make himself known. So remember that this morning. Remember 
that. Any more? All right. If not, we'll ask Brother Bill Ray to lead us in prayer. Thank the Lord for the prayer. Let's keep praying. Who'd feel like singing this morning? If God's give you a song or songs to sing, uh, please just obey the Lord and share with us what God's laid on your heart. We appreciate uh, godly singing. Pause just a minute and give you time. I'm trying to pressure anybody but I just seem like I feel like I'm giving a little extra time sure let's pray for Sean while he comes I really appreciate him and listen pray for him and listen while he sings this morning I just want to say uh how thankful I am for my salvation and Amen. how thankful I am for this church that uh, yeah. has stayed the same all these years and not changed and right. stayed with the old way and that's that's yeah. the way I like Amen. it so pray for me and I'll try to sing this song <clears throat> my mind gets so stressed about the world that we're in the struggles and battles and the heartache of sin old satan's attacked the church of today they've left god's old path and they found a new way but i thank god for the altar that's where i got in 
That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible, it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old-fashioned way. That old-fashioned preacher, they say he must go. Just give us a smooth one who puts on a show. Don't sing us them old songs about dark Calvary. Just sing us a new song and happy we'll be. Oh, but I'd like to tell you I'm not going that way. I'll stay with the blood that's the price Jesus paid. I was born in the fire and the smoke will not do. I'm walking that old path. Brother, how about you? And I thank God for the altar. That's where I got in. That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old-fashioned way. Thank the Lord for that song. And, uh, I'm like uh, Sean. I'm glad that the church I'm part of is not trying to change uh, to keep up with the world. I've, I've had people tell me, Preacher, you know, if your church doesn't change and evolve, it's uh, going to lose out. I believe the opposite is true. I believe if we change and go away from the old past, that's when we lose. I'm glad, I'm glad that the same gospel that was preached to me and the same Holy Spirit that spoke to my heart when I was 12 years old, when we were in the first building on Albert Street, it's tore down now. But the place in my heart and life I'll never be tore down and we've still got the same spirit and gospel here that God's give us I like that touch me Sean what God gave you to say and I appreciate that song somebody else feel like singing mind the Lord I feel God's spirit here today and I thank God I can
Just as I was about to lose hope Just as I come to the end of my rope Jesus turned me around With one touch of his hand And his love saved me just as I am It's amazing I saw the light shining Through the darkness That life had led me in I thank heaven above He took me just as I was and he saved me just as I am. Listen, this is my testimony. I remember that night so clearly when Jesus spoke to me so dearly. I said, Daddy, turn this car around. Cause I was lost, but now I've been found. And he saved me just as I am. Just as I was about to lose hope. Just as I come to the end of my rope. He turned me around with one touch of his hand. Jesus saved me just as I am. Like we That's why you got to come. I I tried to figure out how to change myself when God was calling me when I was lost. <laughs> of course, I never could change myself. And when I finally came willing to come and uh, trust the Lord, that's when I got saved. All right, somebody else have a song. You do follow him. Good to be here. All right, if nobody else has a song, I want you to pray and want you to uh, read with me. If you feel like it, uh, I'm going to start and read from the same scripture I read from Wednesday night in the first chapter of the book of Revelations. I'm going to start at verse 1. I'm going to read a few more scriptures than I read Wednesday, and I didn't use all of them. I read Wednesday, so uh, you just pray and try to follow the Lord. I uh, want to do that, see how that goes. So Revelations chapter 1, verse 1. I'm going to read down in 2 uh, verse 11 so pray with me and uh, listen the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John who by record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand that's a key phrase there. The time is at hand. Uh, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace 
from him which is and which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, and to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they which also which pierced him, and all kindred of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in, in the isle which is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. And then it names them, but I don't need to read any farther. So you want you really pray. And Brother Carl's lesson this morning, I wish uh, everybody could have heard that in Sunday school because it touched so much of it and covered so much, and I appreciate that. Uh, God really used him to teach that Sunday school. And he taught from the uh, 22nd chapter of the book of Revelation. This is the first chapter of the book of Revelation. So uh, the whole book ties together. And I'm glad today that it does. And I'm, I'm glad this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he gave it to John uh, to tell uh, the seven churches in Asia. And I, I'll say this repeatedly, but it's real important. Uh, this was not only, these messages were not only for the seven churches of Asia, but they were for you and me. And in fact, uh, seven churches of Asia uh, typifies all the churches. Uh, that means completeness. Uh, but it's for you and me. How do I know it's for me and you? Because God put it in the Bible. And uh, he wants the Bible uh, to be read. He wants it to be preached. He wants it to be understood. Uh, we need to treasure uh, the written word of God. And so when he began to uh, talk about these things down through here, and uh, I might use for a text, uh, the time is at hand. That's the last phrase in, in verse 3. And John began, uh, here said John to the seven churches which are in Asia, Grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness. And so this message is from God the Father and God the Holy Ghost and God the Son which was sent from heaven to bring life to the world. And so when he talks about those things, and he said, and he describes Jesus Christ. He said, who is the faithful witness? And I'd like to I look back into the book of Psalms in uh, chapter 89 and read a little bit back there uh, just uh, to make a point. Back here in the 89th Psalm, starting at the 34th verse, uh, he said, my covenant will I not break. This is God talking. David's telling what God said. He said, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that's gone out of my lips. I tell you what. Uh, when uh, uh, God saved my soul, uh, I promised him I'd really live for him. Uh, I've broke my promise a lot of times. Uh, but Cameron, when God saved my soul, he promised me I'd have eternal life, and God's never broke his promise. He also said, I'll never leave you, and I'll never forsake you. Uh, Steve, you never broke his promise. Uh, even when I've been in a low valley, he's been there. Uh, and we like to illustrate it this way. Uh, when I'm in the low valley, Keith, uh, uh, there's a lily blooming there. He's a lily in my valley. 
And I'm telling you, we got a God that you just can't beat. So listen, my covenant will I not break, nor all the things gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David, his seed shall endure forever. Boy, I'm, I'm glad that's not talking about the seed of the flesh, but it's talking about that seed that's planted in the Holy Ghost. Uh, that seed will endure forever. That's what it's talking about, that seed by faith. It says, his seed shall endure forever, his throne as the sun before me. Listen to this. It shall be established forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in heaven, say law. It'll be established as a faithful witness. Who is the faithful witness? John's already said, that's Jesus Christ. Uh, you can uh, depend on him. Uh, he'll never let you down. Uh, how faithful is he? Uh, he never failed anywhere. Uh, never was never was one point ever made about him that he didn't keep. Uh, never was one promise ever made that he didn't keep. He's always done what he said he was. He's faithful. How long has he been faithful? He's been faithful before the foundation of the world. And so when it talks about uh, the faithful witness, and this next phrase uh, puzzled me for a long time. Uh, maybe, maybe it's puzzled some of you I don't know, but it talks about the first begotten of the dead. And so I, I thought about Jesus raising from the dead, and I used to ponder on that, and I think, well, uh, I don't exactly understand that. Uh, I know it's right. He's the first begotten of the dead. Uh, but I begin uh, to think, and I'll just give you some examples. In the seventh chapter of the book of Luke, Jesus was coming to a city called Nain, N-A-I-N. And when he was coming up to the entrance into Nain, he saw a funeral procession coming. They were carrying a dead man. And the dead man, he was the only son of a widow woman. And he saw the funeral procession coming around through there. And so he had compassion on that woman. And Jesus spoke to that dead man and said, Arise. And he got up talking. He come back from the dead. So, so what I'm saying is, when it's talking about Jesus, what, uh, when it says he was the first begotten of the dead, it didn't mean he was the first one that was raised from the dead, but I'll, I'll explain that again in a minute. But let's go on over in the eighth chapter of the book of Luke. There was a man named Jairus. Uh, he came to Jesus. That's about the time Jesus was talking uh, to the woman who had the issue of blood. Well, Jairus came out. He was a ruler in the synagogue. He was a man with a pretty high authority. But he had a 12-year-old daughter uh, that was dying, uh, and he came to talk to Jesus. But uh, uh, listen to this. He might have been in a hurry. I would have been in a hurry. When he came there to talk to Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus uh, uh, kind of uh, put him to the side for a little bit. He didn't forget him. He, he, he wasn't uh, doing bad to him. But there was a woman with an issue of blood. Jesus took care of her. Boy, I'm glad Jesus always has time to take care of us, uh, whoever we are. But by the time he got through with the woman with the issue of blood, there were some of Jairus' people come said, I'll put this in my words, no need to bother the master now. Uh, your daughter's already dead. Uh, no, don't bother him. Uh, but Jesus knew what was going on. He said, she's not dead, she's just asleep. Well, they kind of mocked Jesus over that. But when Jesus went down to the house, uh, he put everybody else out of the house. Uh, he told the young lady, arise. Uh, boy, she got up from the dead. And so then over in the, the 11th chapter of the book of John, very familiar scripture, Jesus had a friend named Lazarus, and he died. And they thought it was late getting there. He'd been dead four days when Jesus got there. Jesus had never been late. He had a reason for waiting a few days. He got him up from the dead. They said he stinks by now. 
I don't know. He probably was taken before Jesus got there, but I guarantee you, when Jesus got him up from the dead, he quit stinking. I believe that. I never thought of that before. I just come to me. He didn't stink after Jesus got done with him. I was pretty stinking myself when Jesus got a hold of me, but when he took care of me, I didn't stink anymore. Praise God. Woo! Boy, we got a big God. Anyway, now let me make this point. Now, Jesus wasn't the first one ever raised from the dead. Well, why did it say he was the first begotten of the dead? Let me get back and read that again. What it says, just as it, and the first begotten of the dead. Uh, I want you to know uh, his getting up from the dead was different in this respect. You take the man that uh, was in the funeral procession. Uh, you take the young lady uh, that was Jairus' daughter. Uh, you take Jesus' friend Lazarus. You know what they had in common? Even though Jesus had got them up from the dead, they all had to die again. But Jesus was the first begotten of the dead because when he got up, he didn't have to die anymore. Never die. Well, what's that? What's what's so good about that, preacher? I can tell you, Brother Jeremy, because in the resurrection, I'm getting up with Jesus just like he did. Jay, I'm not going to have to die anymore. I'm going to have to die sometime down here. But after I get up with Jesus on that resurrection morning, I won't have to die anymore. If you want to have eternal life, get Jesus. Boy, I'm telling you, it's good to be in God's house this morning. If you want to have peace in your soul, get Jesus. If you want to have eternal life, get Jesus. So this is the, the difference. He was the first begotten of the dead. When he got up, he had victory over death. Now, Jesus got those other folks up. That was nice that they got up, but they still had to die. But Jesus uh, didn't die anymore, and you and I uh, will not either. So he goes on down through here. He said, and he's the prince of the kings of the earth. Now, in the Hebrew, this word prince uh, means the leader, the ruler, uh, the first in line. Uh, well, he's the prince of the kings of the earth. Praise God. He's the king of kings. Uh, we can put it that way. Uh, he's the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us. Listen to this. Now, when John talking about who this message is from. He's just describing it. He's explaining it. Uh, let me read that whole verse again. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, uh, and who is the first begotten of the dead, and of the prince of the kings of the earth, and list unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. He washed us in his own blood. And I think I just told this Wednesday night, and I preached it a number of times, but I need to get it again. Had a man uh, kind of scoff at me one time about preaching about the blood. He said, uh, preacher, he said, uh, you don't know how many drops of blood's in the human body, do you? And I said, no, I don't. Uh, he kind of exploiting my ignorance a little bit. And he told me, I don't even remember now, so many uh, thousands and thousands of drops of blood. He said, of all the millions of people that's lived, he said, there's not one drop of blood until uh, you couldn't stretch it out and give everybody a drop of blood. He said, so how do you uh, claim that you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb? I said, I got good news for you. I, I said, uh, Jesus didn't just shed one drop of blood for me. He said, what did he do? I said, he shed every drop he had for me. And he said, well, what about the other folks? I said, he shed it for them too. Uh, and it never has been used up. It's like that song. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Uh, uh, praise God. Uh, 
mind. Even you can be a, a sinner like me and you can still get cleaned up when you get a plunge beneath that flow. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Well, preacher, how can that be? It's because His blood is eternal. It's not just natural. Now listen, Jesus didn't just shed His blood on the cross. He took His blood. Uh, Jeremy, He took His blood. He took it all the way to heaven. He offered it upon the throne of, or upon the altar of God. He offered it in the holiest of holies. By the throne of God, he offered his blood in heaven. And that blood has never gotten old. It's never run out. Bo, there's just as much blood there now as it was the first moment that he died. And he took it back to heaven. So I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. So listen, I'm going to have to take my time a minute. Boy, it's good to be here. So, uh, let me tell you this. Somebody ought to come to the altar right now. I'm not asking for an invitation song right now. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not ready to do that. I need to preach a little bit more. But you don't have to wait for an invitation song to come to the altar. If God's stirring your heart, listen. If you're here today and you know you're lost and you realize through the gospel that Jesus died for you, you don't have to, you don't have to wait. If God's Holy Spirit's stirring your heart and you realize, I need to get saved. If you don't get saved, you're going to die and go to hell. If you realize that and you want to get saved and, and, and you don't want to die and go to hell, then uh, you don't have to wait. Well, preacher, wouldn't I disturb things if I come to all right now? Just the opposite. Uh, you'd thrill my soul and the church would be excited if you'd come to the altar right now. You don't have to wait for anything. You just get up, come, find you a place here to pray. If I keep preaching, uh, the church will come pray with you anyhow. I might just quit preaching and start praying with you. Who knows? Whatever God leads, that's what we got to do. That's where we're at. And so listen to this. He goes on down through here. Now let me say this. He's washed us from our sins his own blood. That's the last part of verse 5, verse 6. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. A preacher, are you a priest? Yeah, I'm a priest. I can approach God. I can pray and he'll hear me pray. Uh, we're priests that way. We can talk to God. Are you a king? Yeah. Well, where are you serving at? I've got his kingdom in my soul. He lets me be his, uh, I'll call it the under king. He's the king of kings, but I'm the king that serves the king of kings. Uh, and I, I've got uh, some input into what happens in my life. I've got the ability to tell myself go the right way or go the wrong way by the grace of God. So I'm a king and a priest unto God. I've got some authority and power. Why? Because I'm saved. And I've got a God that's got all power. And he goes on down through here. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Now, I won't be long. Just keep praying. Behold. You know what that word in the Bible, uh, behold me. It means look here. See this. Take uh, 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 take, it, uh, take advantage of being able to see what's going on. Behold, look at it close. He said, behold. I say, look at it close. Behold, he cometh with clouds. The Lord's coming with clouds. Uh, what, what kind of clouds are he coming with? Well, I, I see two possibilities. Uh, I see he's coming with clouds. You take the big white clouds in the sky, he's coming in the sky. Uh, so it, it could be those clouds, uh, that, that would fit. But also what I read to you when I opened up, uh, seeing we're compassed about, but so great a cloud of witnesses. He's bringing uh, the dead with him. Uh, they're not dead, they've died, but they're alive. 
I could better say he's bringing the living with him. Uh, he's bringing the soul, the spirit, and the soul of them that's died. Uh, there come, there's a cloud of him. And when he comes bringing them, uh, those of us down here still alive, we'll be changed in the moment of twinkling an eye. You talk about uh, taking off out of here. Uh, we'll be on the move. Uh, we'll take out. Uh, it'll be faster uh, than a supersonic rocket. We'll meet the Lord in the sky. It'll be faster as the Holy Spirit. Uh, we'll meet him in the sky. We'll talk about being in the clouds. We'll be part of the clouds. We'll meet Jesus in the clouds. Every eye will see him, even them that pierced him. What do you mean, preacher? There's going to be a resurrection of the just and the unjust. Those that have trusted Jesus, uh, get your song ready. Uh, those that have trusted Jesus, uh, talk about a happy resurrection. We'll meet the Lord in the air, and we'll go, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Praise God. No more dying. No more sickness. No more heartache. No more aches and pains. We're going to be with Jesus. But those listen to me. If you're here and you're not saved and you go on that route and you don't get saved, when the Lord comes, you'll have to go to a place called hell. Let's all stand. Listen, I want, you, I want you to be honest today with yourself. If you're not saved and you need to get saved, please come and pray. Please come right now while we're saying whenever you get ready to sing. Somebody needs to come to Jesus. Have you been to him? Come. Come, children. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Boy, I'm telling you, you can be. If you haven't been, you can be. You need to be. Obey the Lord. Please come. I believe there's some here that need to come. I believe there's somewhere need to come. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Boy, I'm glad there's plenty of blood. And, and I asked him, stop this, come on my heart real strong. Uh, I've never done a maybe exactly like this, but this is on my heart. Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes while the piano plays softly. I'd like to ask you this. If you're here today and you know you're not saved and you'd like to come and get saved, I'm going to ask you to do this. If you're here today and you're not saved and you'd like to get saved, if you'd like for me to come and meet you wherever you are in your seat and walk up to the front with you and we'll bow together and pray for you to get saved, would you just raise your hand? Would you just raise your hand up? If there's one here today that would like to get saved. And you just kind of been dreading that walk up the, uh, the aisle or that walk through the altar. If there's one here today that would like to get saved, you feel like God's calling you, would you just raise your hand up a little bit? With heads bowed and eyes closed, you can just raise your hand. I'll come to you and make that walk with you. Would you please do that? Don't know if I've ever made that exact invitation, but that's on my heart. Uh, not that I'm anything special, but I just like to be your friend, be your companion on that walk. But your real friend is Jesus, and your real companion is Jesus. But he uses his church to illustrate that. Would there be one that feel like coming to the altar, that 
wants me. And, and here, if you got somebody else close by you that you want to come, get them. It don't make me any difference. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not jealous of it. I just. I just want to see you come. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. I went far enough that sang us another uh, few verses. Another. I believe there's people needing to come. If you thought about raising your hand up and didn't for some reason, you still come. If, if you're here today, if you're here today and you've been saved and you're not in fellowship with God like you should be, would you come and pray? Maybe, maybe you haven't been doing anything bad. But maybe you've been putting God on the back burner. Maybe you've been putting him in the background. God don't have enough time for you. I'm too busy. I've been like that. I didn't think those thoughts exactly that way. But that was the effect of how I was living my life. I put a lot of things in front of God. And I kind of had him back here somewhere. We need to have him out in front. We need to... Obey God. Put him out front. Follow him. Would you come? I'm going to ask for one more song. <coughs> Somebody needs to come today. And I believe, let me say this. Uh, I'm going to stand down here in front. If you just come and give your hand, if you feel like going back to your seat, you can. Of course, once you get up here, I won't try to hold on to you or anything or try to beg you to stay once you get up here. But if you get up here and you want to stay, you can. But if you just come, give your hand. If you want to go back to your seat, go back to your seat. That's okay. That'll just say to people, pray for me. Pray for me. Would you do that? Somebody needs to come. And, and, and I've got a burden for some folks this morning. And But it's your move. If you come, it's between you and the Lord. We can pray for you and we can point you the right direction. We can help you. But it's God that wants, he does the work. And God's calling somebody to sing us another song. Are you, are you willing to be 100% honest with yourself and with God? Not worrying about what this one is going to think or that one's going to think. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves and with God. You know, we got a revival getting ready to start, but I like what Carl said this morning. We were sitting there talking. He said, I, I'm looking forward to revival, but we ought not wait till the revival starts to get revived, something like that. We commented that way. Somebody needs to make a move. I'm t you don't have to be a bad person to come to the altar, kind of get freshened up, get revived up. Even if you don't want to say anything, okay with me, go back to your seat. But let's do something this morning. I can't judge the hearts or the souls or the minds, but it feels to me like that there's room to make some moves this morning. If you're in that spot where there's room for you to make a move and you feel like it, will you just be honest with yourself? Just come and pray. It'll inspire me if you'll do that. It'll help somebody else if you do that problem. I expect it'll help. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Hurry up. Come right now. You say, preacher, are you in a hurry? Well, I'm not in a hurry to get out of here, but I'm in a hurry for people to follow the Lord. Obey him today.
obey him today. Follow the Lord. songs. Well, I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate your good attention. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to a close and turn over for the announcements? Amen. Sure do, buddy. Amen. Yep, I appreciate that a lot. Someone else? not to speak seat for a minute and we'll turn over for announcements. I'm sure glad to be back. I mentioned uh, Wednesday. I appreciate all the prayers and cards and phone calls and visits so I uh, appreciate your continued prayers while I'm recovering uh, we've got uh, a notice from Lafayette uh, please be advised that Lafayette Missionary Baptist Church has changed the date of our homecoming service it will no longer be the second Sunday in October it will be the fourth Sunday in September so this year the date of that will be September 25th so we'll announce that again but everybody can remember that and of course we've got our uh, revival starting, as already mentioned, on September the 11th in the evening. You know what? He's seen three women up here, and I heard him say, Help them, Lord. <laughs> I thought you said, Help her, Lord. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Same thing. Um, mine is for the schools. Um, we decided we sent everything we had with Mike Nichols for down south. So we are completely empty, but we're not asking you to bring school supplies yet. There's a greater need, and it's a cash donation because Linda has talked to Krista, and their school is in dire need right now. It's easier for us to collect cash. Linda order everything on Amazon, and it ships straight to Krista's school. Um, and I can't express enough. Uh, I know. My mom grew up with nothing, and when I say nothing, she didn't have money for a pencil. That's how dire need this is. So if you guys um, could think about it, pray about it, if you have a cash donation you're willing to give, um, it's in good hands. Linda's going to take care of getting all the supplies and everything, but it is a really, really big need right now. And so you can give it to Krista. You can give it Evelyn. Can you stand up? You can give it to Evelyn. She's helping, and, or you can give it to me. But we're going to do that for the next two weeks, and then um, she will order all of it, and it'll go straight to their school. No, no other hands will touch it. But the other thing is, um, if you are a Sunday school teacher, I'm going to have you meet in this room right up here after church. Me, Linda, and Evelyn. Okay? 
Um, I just wanted to announce some things for Ladies Club. Um, on September 23rd, a Friday night at 6 o'clock, we're going to have our next ladies uh, get together. We're going to do um, learning a recipe that night, and we have a craft, so that is our next ladies' night. Um, some other things. Uh, Pastor Appreciation Day is October 16th. Um, we're having a dinner after church. There's a sign-up sheet in the lobby, um, so if you are interested in helping set up or helping clean up for that dinner, we need everybody to cook like normal, um, but if you're interested in helping set up or clean up, there is a sign-up sheet in the lobby for that. Um, and probably the most exciting announcement that I have is that we are working on a church directory again. Um, so we have partnered with um, I forget the company's name. They're going to come and do our pictures. So we have a photographed uh, directory so we can look at faces, names, addresses, and have all of that information together. Um, we're planning on getting this all together and doing the pictures. Um, so you would come in and get your photograph taken by the photographer, and then we'll put it in the directory. Um, but those photographs will be taken October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have... Um, a paper to hand out to everybody with more information on that but I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that that's coming um, and you will have to sign up for an appointment for those photography um, to get your picture taken um, and I think that's it our next um, normal youth group day will be on September 11th so that'll be the Sunday that the revival starting. I won't be here next week, so I just thought I'd give everybody a heads up now. So the regular, normal youth group day will be September 11th, and then we're going to do pray the halls out in the fellowship hall after church. I appreciate all those announcements and all those announcers. I appreciate them, every one of them. Anything else to be said before we come to a close? Amen. Amen. That's very sweet and, and very touching and a, a wonderful thank you. And I'm, I'm like you. I appreciate the church and all the people came to visit and everything and uh, keep remembering the family uh, from where Brother uh, Brian Barnes passed on. Remember his family. Remember all of them. Anything else? If not, we'll ask those that are seated to stand. As we bow our heads in reverence for prayer, uh, I'm going to ask Brother Ethan to pray this message. Lord, for the service, God, the good spirit we can feel, Lord, for the opportunity that was able to go out today. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that if anyone, Lord, was called this morning, they turned you away, and God would be able to continue, Lord, be able to convict them. Lord, they'd be able to come to you, Lord, and call them again. Lord, help us, Lord, as we go out, be able to keep us safe, Lord, be able to keep our focus upon you. And God, Lord, we thank you for the blood. Save your souls.